So today uh, is the last uh, Sunday of the Vasa 2014 and last one for the Sunday talks. And uh, so as it's been um, to gratitude to parents is the subject or title uh, today. And uh, uh, I think this is a very good thing. Um, yeah, we talk about or we listen uh, about uh, gratitude or gratitude to parents, uh, this kind of uh, subject, uh, but at least once a year, particularly the, uh, to mark the end of the Rains uh, residence, Wasa, uh, to, to uh, just to remember this quite uh, important and uh, I would use the word beautiful aspect of human experience. Uh, and this has been happening, I don't know how many years, 20 years, or beginning of Sunday talk, I don't remember, but it's been happening like this to mark the uh, end, end of Sunday talks. And uh, also to me, even to see the title, uh, Gratitude Parents, to see the title itself uh, uh, was a good uh, reminder and also bring some warmth to the heart's heart. Um, and uh, I believe the uh, Sunday talks that have been happening is about uh, Buddhist teachings and Buddhist practice. It is about uh, liberation, either liberation itself or path leading to uh, liberation uh, from various angles. Uh, I believe we've been learning throughout the Vasa, listening to the talks. And today's theme, uh, I believe the various discussion about liberation or around the area of liberation. And then maybe this uh, subject of gratitude has a different, um, because it is more about human experience, human realm. Uh, maybe liberation is to do with transcend. The, what we call sansara, that is realm of conflict, birth and death, or uh, confusion and so on. But the transcendent quality is the liberation, and that's the core essence of Buddhist teaching. And this gratitude, how I see it is, it is actually uh, about human experience. Uh, we, do ex we do feel, or we might feel, and yet among various emotions, feelings, we have uh, this gratitude. Uh, I can say this is one of the most uh, beautiful and also important uh, feelings. And uh, what I can say is it is, it can change our life, it can and change our perspective from the one of, um, uh, how shall I say, maybe based on one's own strong will, uh, strive, uh, some views around it, to, uh, how shall I say, the place of gratitude I'm going to, I, I'm supposed 
to be explained further, but that place of gratitude is uh, rather beyond just me, my life, that kind of limited perspective. That's why I would say this one can be a, a life-changing experience. And I've seen or I've heard many cases like this, and also in my uh, uh, life too, uh, certainly the element of gratitude uh, has been important and helpful. So I can guarantee this is very good. But, but um, if I say just good, good doesn't uh, make so much. So my task today is to explore a bit further. Um, so uh, just as I said, Probably modern life, uh, compared to what we call traditional way of life, uh, we are getting more and more um, maybe individualistic, separated, like a family structure. Even in Asia, uh, you know, okay, uh, after I came to the UK, and then I start to know more about actually Sri Lankan community, and then I was very impressed that like uh, uh, their children, when they go to before they go to school, they would pay respect to their parents. Something like this, very commonly practiced. Uh, similarly, in Thailand, uh, the respect or something similar towards parents is uh, just something you do not have to talk, but it's there. That kind of uh, uh, society and my home country Japan I have to say it's changing a lot still we can talk about gratitude but less and less and then I wonder the factor is family structure is changing the one from big one connected to smaller loose or almost no structure I mean, just this is why how uh, society is changing and I have to say, I do not know so well about uh, society and families in the West, but uh, probably uh, that individual beings have to strive, like to make a career, pass the exams, get the certificate, and then to make your life. Uh, this is your opportunity, your challenge, you have to go through that the, uh, ethos we have in a society. Maybe in a traditional, a quote-unquote, uh, traditional society, maybe the system was there for you to be there, follow whether you like or not, sometimes too tight, uh, maybe even unfortunate setting, but just to... to obedient to that, something like this, if I put in a negative term, but uh, uh, society has become, or is becoming more and more one way, liberating, but uh, the other uh, way to look at it is being more isolated, so everybody has to be responsible, yes, which should be the case, but the connection between people, particularly among the family, maybe is getting less or less noticed. So uh, like when we think of, okay, how to make a career, how to uh, uh, 
make this happen is a challenging and also opportunity. And then so to think of gratitude or gratitude to parents, something like this, I guess it's uh, just we do not think or forget. So that's why at the beginning I said it is a very good opportunity for us to remember. It's not something we create. I believe this is human experience or experience we naturally have. But uh, if we do not pay attention, we can miss. And uh, if it is a case, I think it is very unfortunate. And uh, when we think of this gratitude, um, uh, the other way or another way to look at it is, yes, this is my life. I am doing this. I am the person to perform this. I am the person to cultivate this. Either your uh, life, uh, work career or even come to the monastery to practice Dhamma, my practice. And it is true, uh, we are responsible. I'm not saying this is wrong entirely, but there's a, some uh, limited view or attitude in it. Uh, I, this is my life, I have to do it. And uh, you may, some of you may uh, remember when Dumpo Sumedo used, uh, when he gave a talk on this kind of theme, he often refers to his experience uh, when he went to India after his initial five years training up as a Buddhist monk uh, under the training of Dumpo uh, Cha, uh, the core teacher of our lineage. And after spending five years, he um, went to India to do some uh, practice or tudong, what we call the religious walk. And then uh, uh, the gratitude, how much he owed to Lumpo, his Lumpo Cha, his teacher, became very uh, strong in his heart. And then having had that clear uh, experience, okay, now having been guided, having been helped by my dear teacher, now what can I do? I like to do whatever needed. I would like to support. This is now I like to offer. So so then uh, he, after the time in India, he went back to Thailand, and then soon after he start, he was asked to start uh, Wat Pananachat or International Forest Monastery. And when he, when he talked about it, it is a significant change. Um, and also, you know, he had already quite profound insight experience earlier, even before he became a fully ordained bhikkhu, he, when he was a novice, he had a quite profound experience. So it's understanding the Dhamma or practice itself. Um, there's no doubt about it. 
But uh, what he says then is, uh, until then, his practice was based on, what can I do? What? Uh, sorry, this is my word, not necessarily correct. But uh, uh, what can I do? What can I achieve? Where is my enlightenment? Probably quite familiar to most of us. That kind of natural sense of attitude towards my practice. But then uh, having realized or having really uh, felt how much he's been supported by his teacher, sense of gratitude arose in him. And the attitude towards practice or everything, I imagine, changed from, okay, I am the person to do, to, how shall I say, feeling of gratitude made him, you see, that when we think of me, mine, where is the goal, where is the object, where is the happiness, so the, the mind goes towards something, but when you really recognize what we've been giving, given, then not, not uh, heart becomes settled, and filled with content and great uh, gratitude and okay. So instead of demanding, uh, put a bit strong word, what can I do? Uh, sorry, I cannot find the right word, but I hope you, you can get the sense for it, but this uh, significant change. So the life becomes uh, at least lighter. Life becomes one of happiness, joy. Because it's not about struggle anymore. So uh, that change, he said, quite important. Ellen Postmedo said, quite important. And uh, uh, my own experience, I'm still learning, um, not necessarily uh, as Rumpo Smedo felt, I'm still. Sometimes I forget about gratitude, but, but still, uh, when I can relate to this element of gratitude, yes, everything becomes uh, natural. And uh, when we come to the monastery to practice, yes, one of, there are many various kinds of obstacles, challenges to go through, uh, but also, and, and Yes, we need to have some strength, uh, some sense of endurance, and so on. Uh, but uh, mm, if somebody is still working hard based on willpower, I got to make it. I mean, it's it's heroic effort, but and sometimes can become very serious. I was like this. Uh, but in my experience, until the person start to see really the value of uh, gratitude or some shift in the perception of the life happens, uh, the life and the practice is actually quite tight because where the motivation or interest of practice comes from 
is sense of me, which is strong, and I can use the sincere, but can be narrow, tight, even heavy, and unbalanced, possibly. But by realizing how much actually we've been offered, how much we've been supported, this narrow sense of uh, what we call ego drops. And then just as Rumpo Sumedho's case, the, the, some narrow barrier drops off, and then uh, it opens, becomes lighter, happier. And when we talk about, oh, and sometimes we think uh, when we feel grateful uh, or gratitude, maybe then we become obedient and we, we lose freedom or we, we got to do whatever they say, no, not that the way I want to do. Some people might think in that way, but it's, it's not like this at all. Because once we put down the burden, burden of this sense of ego by recognizing gratitude, uh, almost like a eightfold noble path is there, right action, right speech, or right thought, and so on. Various things, right, right, right. It says in the right, uh, Eightfold Noble Path, what is right, what is wrong. There are a list of things to, you can categorize, but actually, once you drop the narrow sense of ego, and we free more uh, function from the place of gratitude, uh, things become in harmony. Even, let's say, we have to say something, maybe not necessarily what the person cannot agree, but where we are speaking from is the place of harmony, respect, and gratitude. You know that. It's not coming from insisting even aversion or fear or fighting, that kind of element, which you may find sometimes in a modern society often, and we we got uh, fight through. We we have to be assertive, but this place of gratitude where we can uh, act is almost effortless, natural. Um, small well, some example is uh, we have a uh, Bodhipara, uh, Cambodian senior nun here. And then sometimes I have to ask some some of the task, uh, like, sister, could you give a talk tonight? That kind of things I ask, or some other things. And she, she is quite uh, naturally very positive and uh, uh, forthcoming character. But sometimes she says, yes, out of gratitude, I'll do. And she means that, and I can hear that. And, uh, you know, like, I have to say to, for, if I am asked, like giving a talk or anything, um, I am very good at making an excuse <laughs> or uh, actually resistance and then uh, self-consciousness and so on, that kind of things come up. But I can imagine if, okay, out of gratitude, okay. And uh, I still I can't do that. <laughs> but uh, just even to hear what she says, yeah, out of gratitude. I do it. And she doesn't have to worry. And she wouldn't worry anyway. 
her character is quite a, a good person. She's a very good person. But when I hear her saying, out of gratitude, I'll do it, it's really uh, inspiring. And also, it becomes a good reminder uh, to me. So, uh, uh, so when we think of this uh, gratitude, and then something, if, if I a bit exaggerate, what is opposite, opposite of gratitude is like to say, this is my life. This is what I made. This is what I have a right. And of course, a certain context, it is correct. Nothing wrong about it. Uh, but if we entirely believe, yes, like how I am now, I am a monk like this, 28 years, or I have this profession, I have this income, I have this family, I struggled, I put, I endeavor, this is what I earned, this is what I am protecting. And yes, if it is about uh, the mark of responsibility, it is correct. But uh, it is if it is about uh, some possessiveness or uh, some to do with defense and so on, this kind of things, uh, I would put the opposite of uh, gratitude. And. Uh, Also, when we think of gratitude, the other side, my gratitude, um, I would use the word, I am grateful, or I thank you, that, that, that word to express our gratitude. And the other side is, I don't know if this is uh, English word, like a, we take things for granted. This should be. Why not? Instead of thinking like this water, yes, she brought it to me. Somebody thought of my need or the stalker's need, and then she put the effort, brought it to me, or he set up the microphone for me. This is actually a system, so I, I can I can think should be and supposed to be, or take for granted. But actually, each thing's happening right now is the result of somebody's effort, concern, thoughtfulness, or even sometimes sacrifice one's own time, and so on. And many things, or everything, is uh, like this, our life. But instead of recognizing it, we think, ah, oh, taking for granted, or this should be, or even to say, why can't it be better? Or if, if you want to have a coffee, and if they serve you tea, oh, where is my coffee? Or if you expect, uh, what's a good one? There are many things. Um, Somebody give you some present, and if you wanted to have a sign, uh, 
pink colored handkerchief, something like this, and somebody offer you blue one. And oh. <laughs> and uh, this one, well, this is a small example, but this difference is where the difference is our expectation, some idea I want to, or more exaggerated the case, it should be. And what is there in front of us? And then uh, often our difficulty or unnecessary unhappiness arises in this uh, for us to live in our ideas, expectation. Why can't it should be? Or when there is something, take it for granted. It means we do not really pay attention to what's been happening. But when we practice meditation or Buddhist practice, patiently, sincerely, we realize and we let go of various things. We realize actually each moment, how we experience this time, each moment is genuine. Nothing to compare. We do think of, okay, compare to with the past. Oh, last year he gave me this. I had this two days ago. Or expecting something better in the future. Or something else to see in others. And, oh, why not me? So the comp once we, our thought goes into the area of comparison, or judgment, expectation, and so on, we spoil the genuineness of this present moment. Present moment, when I say this, or here and now, which is actually beyond comparison, beyond our judgment, actually it is there. And as, as we do, as we realize in the meditation, when we really experience what is there, openly, honestly, and maybe humbly. Everything is totally fine, even beautiful. And also the sense of gratitude, gratefulness arises this moment. We look for something special, something exciting, something better. So uh, take for granted what we have now, or something ordinary, and we see it as a maybe boring even. Even the, the, the healthy body. And uh, I, I'm not, I had some surgery a few uh, several years ago, and uh, when I was recovering it, it's really initial stage, turn around from one side to another on the bed was a big project. And soon after, nurse really encouraged almost forced me to walk a few meters. It was torture. When I came back in a corridor in the building, uh, Bhikkhu Vihara, to walk corridor back and forth a few times is uh, my commitment for a day. And to, to just uh, to walk was such a uh, something you have to make. And of course, the, the appetite, 
also had a pro I had a problem. So just to be able to move, to be able to eat, to have appetite, to feel hunger, is actually blessing. Or I have a uh, elderly mother, 87 years old. She's getting frail, um, physically quite weak. So uh, for her to walk a few meters is a uh, she fell over quite, she falls over quite often. So she says, oh, how can I have a healthier body? <laughs> so she, when I uh, saw, see her walking like this, really to have proper muscle and then uh, walking itself, it's not something we can take for granted. Um, yes, aging, sickness, and death is human condition, we can't escape. But, but so it is a case. So, uh, for us to be here, and most of us reasonably healthy, we can function okay. But this is not, uh, we can take for granted. And we just settle down quietly, relate to ourselves. Yes, now, this is a wonderful thing, to be able to sit now, to be able to even breathe. Not, if you have a lung problem, breathing is becomes a task. Or, or just a sitting, if you have a back problem, just sitting this is a torture, and so on. So, I'm, it's... Uh, so how we are now, how this moment itself, if we let go ideas, this and that, but if we relate to it genuinely, sense of peace, gratitude, content is available. Uh, Um, and uh, uh, now I haven't talked much about the gratitude to parents and uh, uh, I have to say we know th this is very important theme but, but also I have to say for some people it's not necessarily easy thing I often hear the relation between parents and children, some conflict, unsolved issue, even resentment, confusion, so on. Or some people simply do not feel so much gratitude and they are feeling guilty about it. Or a monk says, or Buddhist teaching, or just generally says, gratitude is good. And I don't feel it, so feeling almost like uh, intimidated. So, so like, uh, I, I have to, I cannot, that kind of thing is also possible. So, uh, uh, and also when I am talking with the uh, visitors, often they talk about problem with the parents. Or nowadays when I look at the internet, uh, some people uh, put the problem of their life, yes, about their uh, 
mothers or father they bring or even uh, uh, some sort of abuse domestic violence that kind of thing so then how gratitude to parents or we know maybe gratitude to parents is good I, we want to follow but in reality once you come to live closer to parents something else comes in and and uh, uh, so uh, I I am aware of this area of difficulty and um, maybe my, my my case my life uh, um, having uh, volunteered to offer this talk the gratitude to parents uh, two or three months ago so somehow this theme was lingering in my mind and uh, uh, recently I was tidying up some stuff in my room and then I found uh, the old letter my father sent, had sent to me uh, when I left Thailand 14 years ago I was going to initially going to Sri Lanka so I had a bare minimum stuff so I, I just a small bag of my uh, belongings. I left it the lay supporters in Bangkok. And eventually, a few years ago, I came, when I had a chance to go to Bangkok, I picked up, I brought back to UK, but uh, still three years I didn't touch it until uh, one, one or two months ago. And then when I read it, um, there, was, uh, there are a few things, but one of them was uh, uh, the letters from my father that was uh, soon after I became a Buddhist monk and uh, he was very very unhappy about me being a monk uh, I, 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 I've been to I, I talked to my personal life many times so if you're familiar please forgive me um, but I, I finished medical school and uh, so I, I think I was a good boy in the family <laughs> and then uh, so uh, I'm studying well and then I didn't make major problem well sometimes I was naughty but probably I was okay and then I and good, uh, learning well so my parents thought uh, this son was promising promising in terms of to become a medical doctor and then uh, bringing a uh, worldly success and happiness to the family. And uh, towards the end of medical school, the, my question about uh, life was became too strong, irresistible. So uh, I managed to finish medical school, but I, I left the country and went to India and eventually I became a Buddhist monk in Thailand. It took two years after I left Japan. And uh, well, this was a huge shock to my parents because they, they were hoping and just that they brought me up to, okay, now he's entered enter the university and he's finishing and now the dream would come true. And just before the last, almost the last moment, suddenly he said, no, I'm going to India. And, uh, 
and I was desperate. <laughs> uh, I could, I couldn't have enough space to think of others well, or I couldn't uh, talk through well with others, particularly with my parents, because although the, my intention was so desperate and strong and sincere, but also lots of uh, insecurity, no confidence. So uh, I knew to talk through in front of my dear parents would be so difficult. So literally I shut off myself, didn't explain anything, and just I did what I wanted. So uh, that was, um, yeah, sure to them. And then, uh, anyway, uh, I stayed on in India and then Thailand, eventually became a Buddhist uh, novice and then Buddhist monk. In the meantime, I was writing to him. I mean, those days, no internet and international telephone call is very, very expensive, impossible. So I just used the airmail to write every few months could have done more from, but anyway, I was doing it. And then my mother, my parents, particularly my father, was writing to me. And then that uh, letters I kept. And then I read it recently. I knew, I thought I remember what happened. And it, well, of course, that was something I had to con um, work through because f my feeling was I caused uh, such a suffering to my parents. Am I okay? Or what am I doing? That kind of uh, unsettled, unsolved question. And uh, but I thought I now I was okay. But when I read it recently, first to see uh, uh, his handwriting, yeah, that well, initially brought me warmth. Oh yes, I mean he eventually. Because of his, uh, he died 17 years ago because of uh, very bad diabetes. Uh, but so towards the end, he couldn't write so well. But uh, th those days, still his handwriting was uh, okay, normal. So when I saw the handwriting, ah, yes, this is my father. I could recognize, and uh, that the warmth in my heart arose. But then uh, contents. Yes, I remember. I, I thought I remember, and it was. Yes, but uh, actually the, the word, how he put, was quite painful. Um, like, uh, why can't you change your mind? I'm, uh, I don't know how, uh, you might be too idealistic. I don't think your choice is right. And then, disappointment and worry about you is really affecting my health, my father. is a diabetes, you see, the psychological stress is not good. I mean, you may say emotional blackmail. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the, the, you know, he was really saying that. And uh, actually he put the, the, the number of blood sugar level is very high too. And then uh, also say, oh, well, maybe I wrote some uh, reply letter, and I said, and then probably, I'm sure I was trying my best to explain my intention, but 
you know, those days, the way I would explain is it's very square. <laughs> so uh, he, he said, uh, have your reply was another shock to us. Your mom, mother cannot come up to the bed for two days, something like this. And uh, so I knew it was a shock to them, but the, the, the having read that all detail, it's his own uh, words and handwriting. Um, okay, I this is something I still need to. Well, I don't know how to say, it, but anyway, it 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 uh, brought me another impact just recently. So I had to just watch it, also contemplate or think back, reflect back. What did I do? Why, for instance, why did I did I not to do, for instance? Is there anything I could do which I didn't do? But if I reflected more and more, I came to the same conclusion probably I had earlier. I couldn't do anything much because, yes, I wrote a letter and then I was, um, anyway, I had to focus on my life, my life as a newly ordained bhikkhu, which was of course, there are lots of challenges, and in those days, my understanding of Buddhism and the practice is very little. Sincere, serious, very hard practitioner. I was working very hard, and my, my peers would remember, but uh, on the other hand, very insecure. So, uh, What I could write is, I, I, I don't have a copy of what I wrote, but I probably explained, I, my, I did my best to explain how, why, what is my intention, how I was. But of course, I cannot get it, I couldn't uh, promise or anything like this, I had to be honest. I don't know how, to, just uh, as a father or as a mother, they would pick up my anxiety too, maybe. Uh, so, uh, um, yeah, I was thinking, although this was for unfortunate, I, mean, I, I can say I had to do what I wanted and I had to, and yet I caused enormous pain to my parents. Uh, And uh, in fact, uh, I only saw my father when I had uh, three wasa, three years as a Buddhist monk. So uh, afterwards, I didn't have a chance to talk with him. That was, you may say, regret. If it's now, I can talk <laughs> more comfortably. Uh, but uh, so uh, after I became a monk, I have to say there wasn't any comfortable encounter with my father until he died. So it is something I, it is, it is very difficult to solve. 
With my mother, who is still alive and 87 years old, I said, and uh, I know she still says, oh, but if you are doctor, you can, he, she can say still. <laughs> and if it's a 10 or 15, uh, 15 or 20 years ago, I would become upset. And then I have to uh, defend myself and explain, no, Buddhist monk is very good, that kind of things I would say. But now I can laugh. <laughs> because she knows uh, what I'm, uh, she knows I'm doing all right. And then also, uh, although she has a very strong attachment to the past and then the world way, worldly way of thinking, but also getting old, start seeing more value in this way of life. So uh, uh, I have a trust. And also I remember even when I went back to Japan to see both of them, uh, first time as a Buddhist monk when I was only three years old, bhikkhu. Oh, that's the time I met my father last time, but also I, met, uh, I saw my mother. And then when I was leaving, he, she said to me, Although she also expressed various, not only concern, but also strong, uh, mm, painful feeling towards me. But uh, towards the end, what he said to me was, do your best. So uh, when I heard this, you know, wow, but she's great. I can say my practice. I, I try, I strive, that kind of things. But it, for me to hear her saying, in the end, do your best. Okay. My mom is great. So, uh, and my father, being a man, <laughs> that's not the option. He wouldn't say something like this easily. Uh, but um, this is a difficult part to explain, but towards the end, uh, although we didn't meet each other, uh, but I, my, in, um, I make, I can't use that intuition. Towards the end of his life, he was okay. Okay, in a sense, almost similar to what my mother said, do your best. And uh, so, uh, I have to st stop now, but just uh, the, I'm bringing this, uh, my personal example, uh, I can't say more. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, and now, um, I love both of them, of course. And uh, uh, I feel grateful, much more than before. But the, the relation was not necessarily perfect. Uh, it's not like our, the case of, I said, abuse or uh, something similar, but I was the person to, made, uh, to make a major conflict or separation, difficulties, and I am responsible for it. Um, but and yet, maybe my wishful thinking, but I can see uh, 
the depth of love of parents. I'm, I, I, the, I'm using the example of do your best, but this is just one example. Uh, and even the small things I can pick up clearly how uh, they love me, they care me, or they cared me. And uh, so the, although on a daily level or personal level or even that what to do to do as a career is a big thing, either to become a medical doctor, to stay in Japan, or to become Buddhist monks, such a thing, and then totally different views, expectation, conflict, and emotional heaviness and so on. That's one aspect of it, but I have a faith that in a depth, uh, more than I would think, more than I can feel or imagine, the connection and then is there, and then the care, love. We, I can use the I, but I would like to use the word also. We were or we have been given by parents is uh, something we never know. We, what we think is not everything. That what they are, they, what they are is far more than that. That's I like to believe. And then, uh, like the, even the case of some abuse of difficult family situation like this, uh, of course, if you are the person who are suffering this kind of thing, ridiculous situation, that, and this and that, I, I, I'm not dismissing it. And if I'm in the same situation, how can I survive? How can I uh, look after myself? I do not know. But still, I like to say that how much the parents, the care and love they offer, they're giving us, is uh, something we can more than we can imagine, more than we know, deeper than we can uh, learn. And uh, so, uh, uh, I just have five minutes, and uh, just before close the, the talk itself, um, I'd like to um, ask, in Thai we say, Ko it means ask arms round, and in in Thai custom, when monks say ask bindabata uh, 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 or arms round, it it's not like asking for food or materials, but some uh, uh, practice or giving up. For instance, ko bindabat, maybe can you stop smoking? <laughs> so I'll. Uh, so the, uh, out of respect or faith in the Buddhist monks, pious supporters can do something. So uh, uh, we don't say this often, but uh, when monks say Kovindabad, they support us because hmm, what I'm going to. <laughs> and uh, something, um, I, I don't use that word today, but uh, I like to suggest one thing that just today is a day gratitude parents and uh, um, 
maybe to to remember this beautiful quality of human experience and particularly our connection uh, and how much we've been looked after, loved by our parents. Um, we uh, not just think, but we. I like to ask, we encourage or ask each of you to actually verbalize, to say thank you to your parents. I mean, maybe for you Westerners, I love you, I, I thank you is straightforward thing, but for, for me it's a bit uh, awkward, but uh, to, to say it actually, that's something uh, I, I like to, and I like to encourage you to, like my mother, 87 years old, and also she was diagnosed as Alzheimer's initial stage, so I had to be aware of the time left for us. So uh, I call her very regularly, and uh, would just just have nice try to have a nice conversation. If she becomes diff uh, somehow the conversation becomes difficult, I put my the handset a bit far away from my ears. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, try to say something positive or listen to her problems. And if there's a space for a particular Japanese man to say, Mom, I love you, it's a very difficult thing to say. <laughs> but at least I thank you, or I love you, that kind of things actually con consciously to say. I, because I mean, my feeling is, okay, I call such a problem. So now my turn, okay, I, I don't know what, how much I can do, but this is for the rest, the limited time, left, left time for me, I want to do. And, uh, or, or suppose, like for my father, your parents maybe are not here, uh, uh, not died some time ago like this, maybe if you are, if you can, maybe we can offer some chanting or some beautiful words to him or her, or maybe if you have a graveyard, something like this, bring a flower to, so some actual action, I, I value. And the one thing I remember is t uh, two years ago, in uh, one and a half year ago, in, 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 in January, uh, we, were, we started to have a winter retreat here. And then I got the news, my mother broke her backbone out of uh, osteoporosis. So I had to go back to Japan. And then before I left, I, I gave a talk. And you know, when I talk about my mother, <laughs> so this story came up. And uh, before, just before I left, uh, Sister Kemaka, I think I can mention this one, she wouldn't mind. Uh, the Sri Lankan nun here, she came to see me and then, Ajahn, mm, I heard your talk and I understand your situation, but may I suggest something? <laughs> what? <laughs> so she said, you know, maybe it's good for you to ask for forgiveness from your mother. And uh, uh, 
seems like seems in Sri Lanka this kind of things showing gratitude or asking for forgiveness is quite commonly practiced I'm mean, uh, not out of nothing but it 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 has some custom so and she said her own experience when she was a teenager when she felt something bad about it and she asked for forgiveness for from her own mother and how it helped she shared a story with me and she encouraged me to do it okay <laughs> so when i went back to japan i stayed there for over two months it was in my mind but in my family at least or in japan to ask for forgiveness in a formal way is not part of uh, um, um, social practice so uh, was not easy but um, being asked uh, so, so and eventually literally the the morning of I was leaving Japan <laughs> uh, before I went to the airport I I, I sat down in our dining room and I asked my mother please um, mom can you sit down with just small thing and, and uh, of course and I couldn't do two formal things like bringing a candle and incense and bring, bring and then asking for forgiveness she wouldn't understand <laughs> uh, but I managed to say something like I'm very sorry that uh, my life that has been like this been causing lots of pain or uh, difficulties to you and uh, my ma my father. Um, I really appreciate the life as a monk like this, and I, I'm grateful that you're with me, but. Uh, even so, uh, the pain you have to carry, you have to go through. Um, I'm sorry, so something like this. <laughs> uh, and uh, she was, I mean, you know, if it is an unusual situation, so she could have sort of jokingly dismissed it, but actually she was just sitting and then listening quietly. I mean, it took only a few minutes, but it uh, was good, was important. And uh, so I'm saying this um, to, to, in order to uh, encourage all of you, if you have a chance, and now is the chance to say, something important, something necessary to our dear parents or whoever really, but particularly today's theme is parents. So uh, either I thank you or if we notice like me, if anything to ask for forgiveness or um, and not just thinking but uh, do take action uh, because our lifetime is limited. Uh, okay, um, tea is ready, so uh, 
Thank you for listening, uh, patiently. So I stop here.